Chatterbox Country, what is going on? It's me, JT, the soccer scholar. That's Justin Thomas here. I'm bringing you some coverage of soccer. We're going to move our things to professional as FC Cincinnati is set to start the MLS season this coming Saturday. So I thought, hey, Maybe I'll just share my thoughts on the orange and blue, right? I don't know if that's something that uh, is interesting to you. Then maybe you can listen in and hopefully things will uh, sound awesome and you'll be excited about it because I think there's a lot of uh, FC Cincinnati fans throughout our coverage area and I figured why not uh, talk a little bit about it and see what people's uh, thoughts are for the orange and blue. So I'm dubbing this the Winged Lions segment of a pitch cast instead of podcast it's like a pitch cast you know you get because you're on the the pitch um i don't know maybe that'll stick maybe it won't but i think winged lions is a, a very sufficient name considering the fact that you got gary the winged lion so uh well gary the lion but he's got wings but um that's what i'm gonna call this the winged lions podcast so we'll um we'll see if this uh something that interests you or whatnot but let's get to it i want to talk a little bit about fc cincinnati and first of all, big moves were made by the orange and blue throughout the offseason. Some very important moves I think are going to be um, really beneficial, I think, for how the season is going to go. First things and for, first thing first, though, I want to talk about Yop Stam. I think that he is the answer uh, to be um, the head coach moving forward. I think what he did last season, there was improvement. Especially in the back line, right? Stam was a defender in his time frame when he was playing. And we started to see some tightening up on the back line. We were not letting in goals left and right like we were uh, in previous seasons. So I think that this is going to be a good move. I think that Stam is going to do a really good job, especially because Niche Camp went out and spent some cash money and got some really good players to come in. So Stam's going to have some really good players to work through a roster and formation that he wants to. Um, so I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a really good season for FC Cincinnati because the last two seasons they got the wooden spoon. And if you don't know what the wooden spoon is, that's good. You don't want to know what the wooden spoon is. The wooden spoon. I'll tell you anyways, but you don't want it. The wooden spoon is the award you get, quote, you know, award, if you can call it that, for finishing dead last in the league. And FC Cincinnati's caught uh, two of those now. We don't want a third, right? Especially with a uh, expansion franchise in Austin FC coming in, we don't want to be the worst team in the league. I think with the roster that's been put together here for FC Cincinnati, I, d- I don't think they are going to be um, down at the bottom of the league. I think they're going to be a little bit more middle of the table. Um, my arguments would even be for a potential, potential, reach out you know if they really exceed expectations i think they could reach out and maybe even snag a six or seven seed which would be good for the mls cup playoffs but let's not get ahead of ourselves um let's let's talk about the roster first and, and we'll get to it but i think a lot of good moves were made here um for fc cincinnati the big couple big ones uh, first one i want to talk about is lucho acosta Big move, played really well at DC United where Wayne Rooney was. I would even argue that Acosta was probably the MVP of that season for DC United, even over Wayne Rooney. Um, But Acosta is a big name coming into FC Cincinnati. I'm excited for him to be here playing in the Queen City. He's a really good creator. I think that he can really set some things up for the other players around him to score some goals. I think him himself is going to be really important for maybe scoring some goals as well. We'll have to see how he plays into this. Um, Obviously, he didn't have to be the main goal scorer for DC United because you have other guys like Wayne Rooney on the team. Um, But I think that, you know, if he can be more player maker and score goals when he just needs to, as opposed to having to score goals all the time, I think that's going to be best for him. I think that there's some options too with some of the other pickups we'll get to in a moment. Um, one thing I do want to point out, Frankie and Maya looks like he's on his way to New York Red Bulls. You know, I wish him the best. Obviously, a hustler, a really good um, player. 
they had a lot of energy, brought a lot of energy to the table, and that's very important. So best of luck to him moving on. Um, Isaac Atanga, this is a guy that was just picked up, and he's uh, from Ghana. I think that him working in that attacking mindfulness is going to be really important too, especially with Acosta and some other guys I'll talk about in a moment. I think that this is a really good pickup for FC Cincinnati. Zico Bailey, I think, will be good in the back line as a wing back. Same with uh, Barriel. It's uh, just another good player in the midfield. Um, Edgar Castillo, this guy was just picked up too this week, and he is a veteran defender. I think that he can really help out in that back line to just bring some more experience to the table. Alan Cruz, I think, will be solid in the midfield, primarily probably coming in off the bench. Um, and then Brenner, this is the big name that came in initially. Um, the Brazilian, you know, we got uh, Costa the Argentine, we got Brenner the Brazilian. Those two, we got that South American connection that's going to really need to work really well to find ways to score goals because that was the biggest issue. The biggest issue uh, really for the last, for basically the entire MLS campaign for FC Cincinnati. The fact is they could not find ways to score. And when they were scoring, they're also letting goals in. So you got to switch it up. Defense needs to play really well and prevent goals from being let in. But the offense has to find ways to put the ball in the back of the net. I mean, that's how you win games, right? But I think that Brenner, he's already scored, I believe, in uh, preseason games. I think that that's going to be important. I think that he's going to be able to find the back of the net. I think that Brenner, me personally, I'm thinking that Brenner is going to be the leading goal scorer for FC Cincinnati this season. I think that uh, with creativity of Acosta, I think with some of the speed and things from Tonga and some of the other guys, I think that's going to be important to help Brenner do really well. Uh, Joseph Claudial, this is a guy that you never question his hustle, right? You never question his energy. You never question if he's working hard out there. He, does he have a desire to be on the field? Yes, he does. I mean, Claude, uh, Joseph Claudial was always one of the best players um, last season and just the effort that he gave. Um, so I'm excited to see him being back out here. Uh, it looks like he might be playing more of a wingback position. Saw something pushed out from FC Cincinnati Twitter handle that uh, said that he was excited about, uh, he said he's cool with it, I think was the quote. Quote, he was cool with it, end quote, on uh, playing wingback. I think this is a guy that's just happy to, anywhere the team needs him, he's going to be there and he's going to give it his all. So I'm excited for him to be there. Uh, Nick Haglin, you know I love Nick Haglin, the Firebird from Lakota West. Went on to be playing at Xavier as a, as a musketeer like myself. So I think that uh, Haglin is going to be probably not a starter in the center back position, but this is a guy that definitely can come in and play some good minutes throughout the season. Haglin, too, always brings a lot of um, energy and effort to the table as well. Um, Kovacevic, I think that he's going to be a really important playmaker up top in terms of finding ways to create goal scoring opportunities. Same with Kubo. I think last year Kubo um, was still trying to get kind of settled in MLS. I think now with having some other pieces around him, that's really going to help build his confidence and, and help him relax. I think that sometimes last year he felt like he had to be the guy that found the equalizer or something like that. But I think with all those other playmakers that are going to be up there with him, I think he's going to be able to kind of just relax and that's going to let his game play um, really, really be awesome out there on the pitch. Um, Jurgen Locadia is a guy on alone from, if I remember still correctly, from Brighton and Hove Albion. Last year, a little bit of a bummer. He didn't score as many goals as we had hoped, but I think that maybe have some of these other pieces around him, he's going to be able to come in and get some goals. Uh, we'll see how long FC Cincinnati has him, but I think that, I think that he's going to have a better season this year than he did last year. 
Lunt, another solid uh, goalkeeper to come in off the tape, uh, off the bench um, as a backup. Uh, Ronald uh, Matarita, I think that he's going to be a really good pickup on the defensive end. Um, just another player that's been out there playing really good defense, now coming over to the Queen City to help strengthen up um, Stam's vision for a, uh, a no-nonsense um, back line. Harris uh, Majunidin, another very important person that's going to, I think, be just continuously be critical in how things happen in the midfield. Games can be won and lost in the midfield because if you can't control the midfield, then things are not going to go your way. I think that he's going to be important there. Same with Makojo, very important in that midfielder um, aspect. Um, Stanko, a guy that can come off the bench and be solid. Um, Vasco is a guy that could probably come off the bench as well and be decent, trying to find some opportunities to score. And then the uh, the two guys that I think are going to be uh, in the back line, uh, obviously in the center back position, Pedersen will be pretty solid. Same with uh, uh, Vanderwerf. I, I'm trying to think of kind of where everyone's probably going to fit. My guess would probably be Matarita and um, Pedersen will probably be the two main starting center backs, but I think Vanderwerf and um, Haglund will definitely get some good uh, minutes in the center back position as well and that brings us to our goalkeeper right our goalkeeper uh, I'm not even gonna try and say his first name I probably will never be able to say his first name but you know it is it's TT right Teton uh, he's been my choice first choice goalkeeper ever since he got to the Queen City and I think that uh, he's definitely a, a, a big time player that can really help um, FC Cincinnati on the back line because he makes some pretty big saves and if he's not left hung up to dry like has happened in some other cases in previous seasons um where the back line doesn't even know what's going on they're not marking anybody but the fact of the matter is Teton can make some big saves and with having that back line that's actually going to tighten things up with them I think that's really going to help improve FC Cincinnati's um, season moving forward so that's how things are going to look for the that's the roster right now as we've hit this point um, we're at April 15th so it's Thursday right before um, we get ourselves to the Saturday matchup let's talk about the Saturday matchup the opening season matchup is going to be on the road they're down in the Music City, taking on Nashville SC. I think that this is um, this is going to be a fun matchup, and I'm jealous. I'll tell you why I'm jealous because my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law they both live down there in uh, Nashville, and it sounds like they might actually be going to the game on Saturday. I'm, I'm jealous. I'm like, what? I can't go to the game, but yeah, you guys are going to get to go to the game. Um, you know, I don't know who they're cheering for either. So that's the other fact of the matter. But listen. I'm just excited to be able to go to some soccer games, right? Because last year I, I went to the crew home opener and that was the only game that I got to go to because then COVID happened and we were talking if we were going to have a season. Luckily, we were able to have the MLS's back tournament and then we were able to have some games down the stretch. Um, FC Cincinnati unfortunately did not get to have a have fans in the in the building just the way things happened with um, you know being at UC and stuff, but. Obviously, I'm excited to be able to go to some games now, um, get back into it, and I'm pumped up to see what's going on with this team here, with FC Cincinnati, and, and I'm going to be obviously trying to watch them on Saturday night, wish I could be in Nashville to watch this game, especially because they play at the Titans Stadium, which is cool, um, but obviously can't, it's okay, we'll get our home opener coming soon. Because let's talk about the home opener. It's going to be in the brand spanking new West End Stadium. And I'm pumped up about that. Um, one of those things I kind of forgot about. I hadn't like drove it, driven downtown uh, in a while. And then, you know, just the other day I drove downtown and I was like, oh, snap, there's the... Uh, there's the West End Stadium stand there. And obviously got the lights, which looks pretty cool. Um, what we need, though, is we need to have a team that's fun on the soccer field 
They can score goals. They can make awesome plays. They can defend. They can just overall bring you a quality of match on the field because if the stadium's awesome, that's great, but we need to have a team that's also going to do work and look really well in the in the on the field too. So I think this roster, I think this roster does have potential. Um, I think this roster, like I'm excited about this roster. I'm excited about the guys that um, Niche Camp has brought in. Um, Acosta, you know, that was a guy that um, was playing really, really well at DC United. Brenner, I'm excited about kind of what, what's been, you know, surrounding him coming into this as well. And some of these guys that we've picked up here at, at the last uh, moment, right before the season started. Overall, I think this is a team that can that can be more middle of the table. I think it's going to be a team that's going to get some dubs. You know, I'm not going to say they're going to go out here and, and try and, you know, be able to wrangle away the MLS Cup from the Columbus crew. But I think this is a team that's definitely got some potential. This is a team that I would argue, um, you know, could maybe, if they play really well, depending on how some other clubs do, maybe reach up there and snatch a, a six or seven um, seed, which would be good enough for a MLS Cup playoff berth, the first in franchise history. But you know, we, that's going to be way down the road, like in October and November. So we can't get ahead of ourselves. But the fact of the matter is, I'm excited that we're going to have ourselves a season. I'm excited about uh, FC Cincinnati getting back onto the field. And I'm excited about this roster. I think this I think this team is going to be exciting to watch. I think this team is going to do a lot better, um, obviously, than past seasons. I also think this team might do even a little bit better than most of the uh, – most of the Putins are saying most of the folks that are, you know, cover the league all the time, um, usually put them a little lower. I think they might be a little higher, not too high, but I think they do have a legitimate case to try and maybe snag one of those last playoff berths. It just sort of does depend on how well the chemistry can get going, how well the relationships can get going with the team, because this is like the third overhaul. I feel like that the team has had, and they've only played in the MLS for three seasons. So it's one of those things where we'll have to see how quickly everyone can start to play really well together. I definitely think that there is there is the chance that um, these these players can really click. I think there's a chance that there's going to be goals can be scored. I think there's a chance that there's going to be some really good defensive sets and some clean sheets. And I think that's going to be really good for FC Cincinnati down the stretch. Uh, my quick take, because you know I gotta I always do crazy things like this. I'm a sports nut. I actually sat down with my uh, dry erase board and my marker and I wrote out all the MLS teams and then I just went through and followed along in the uh, the, the schedule master schedule and simulated the entire season um, because that's just what I do. I do weird things like that. Um, but I kind of marked FC Cincinnati around the 40 mark of points, which is probably a little high, but. Um, you know, I was feeling generous and I was feeling excited, um, especially because, you know, I think they were around 20 uh, last year. But, you know, I think the way I simulated it was they were about, I think 41 was what I gave them. And Orlando City was my seventh seed at 46. So they're about five points off uh, out of the playoffs. I think that was good enough to give them, I think, 11th because I think the New Yorks were in between there. But, um, you know, it's just hard to say. It's hard to always say how things are going to go. I, more than likely, it'll probably be a little bit lower than 40. That 40 might have been a little ambitious, but you never know. You never know what's going to happen with it. Um, my, my teams, that I think, will make the playoffs for the East. I, I think Columbus, um, they've built upon uh, their roster that won the MLS Cup, and they've added some even bigger additions, too, to go along with that. Um, so I think that I think the crew are going to you know, definitely make the playoffs and, and try and defend their MLS Cup. Uh, trophy. I think that um, Atlanta United they're gonna they're gonna get back up. I know you're thinking what you know Frankie Mai had that beauty of a goal against Atlanta United, knocked them out of the uh, MLS is back tournament. Well, 
Joseph Martinez is back, so I think that he's going to be scoring goals again like he normally does uh, because, remember, he missed uh, last season with, uh, with an injury. So I think Atlanta will get back into it. Um, I also think uh, that uh, we'll see from the east. I think Nashville SC has a good shot of getting back there in the mix. Same with Orlando City, although both of them might be a little lower, kind of clinching some of those last spots. Um, you know, I, I think New England Revolution have a really good thing going. Um, they have a really good goalkeeper with uh, with Matt Turner. Same with the Philadelphia Union Supporter Shield winners from last season. Um, I think they'll be in the mix. Um, and then also, too, can't ever count out Toronto. They just seem to always be up there in the upper echelons of the league as of late. Um, so I think that's kind of the seven teams that I'll probably put in there would be Columbus, uh, Toronto, um, New England, Nashville, Philadelphia, Orlando City. I think those would probably be the clubs that get in there. More than likely, New York City will probably squeak in there at some point and knock one of those other ones out. Um, we'll just have to see how things all, all go on the eastern side. But I really do think that there's some uh, excitement that should be buzzing around FC Cincinnati, not just with the new West End Stadium, uh, but also with this roster and this team that we got going on here. I think the orange and blue are going to make some noise, and I think it's going to be a fun, exciting season where there's going to be improvement for the team, and uh, we'll just have to see where that takes us. So once again, thank you for listening in here to this Winged Lions podcast, the very first one as we uh, approach our first game of the season at now. Nashville SC and hopefully you'll be excited to listen to a little bit more of me yapping away about the orange and blue here for FC Cincinnati.